Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 9 and 10. It says, Rejoice, young man. The word is Bahar, which is a, a soldier. Choose from many to select. Choosing, a chosen soldier, a youth. The best, the best, imagine. So it says, now this is, the, this is the best. This is what the world does. Uh, there's, a, there's a guy who, from U.S., from Rice University, he's here. Watch this. He's here, I think, the last week and this week. And he come, Rice University is giving out maybe... A thousand free rides, scholarship. Yeah. Rice University is giving, they don't have to pay nothing. Sent him here to come and go speak and say, Who wants to go to university? We'll give you a free ride, full scholarship. They're, they're giving things for free, 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 because they're, they're losing, you know. The grip, so it's like if Satan gets you hooks on drugs and you have a habit and you're paying your monthly check to get the drugs to keep maintaining the habit, if you get saved and walk away from it, then he's going to give it to you for free to get you back. So America's in that position, so they're coming here in Africa, because who... Everybody wants to go to, been conditioned to want to go to America. So who will not? And guess who they pick and choose? The best of the best. He's only going to those top flight schools in Kenya who were the best. You know how they had a competition for each school. That's the reason why they have competitions for each school. And then they choose the best of this school and put them in another high learning school. And then they compete with others to find the best. And then America or Europe comes and only goes to those and gives them free, and it's what you call a brain drain. So they get the next generation's best thinkers. Take them, educate them. When they graduate, they put them in their corporations in America, in their uh, high positions and whatever like that, to keep you away from where? Africa. Okay, so anyway. So verse 9 says, Rejoice, young man, in your youth. Watch this. That word youth is yalad. Yalad. Yod, lamed, dalit. That's from birth, childhood. Right? Which we know from birth to six are the formative years. Yeah? And then six to twelve are the... the, 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 the Establishing of the of what was formed from birth to six. See now, like now, Nabi is in going into the season where what he learned from birth to six is going to be established and incarnate within him. The next sec, and Aaron is going into that after December. Okay, so so he says, rejoice, oh. oh Young chosen soldier, right? Uh, in your 
youth and let your heart cheer you in the days of your being a young chosen soldier, right? Walk in the ways of your heart. It's okay to walk in the ways of your heart and in the sight of your eyes because, you know, young folks, they just, whatever they see, they're like, ooh, ooh, impulsive, right? This, that, 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 right? But know, Yahweh says this, right? But know this, and here's where parents mess up. But know that all, for all these, powers will bring you into judgment. So like what Mika was saying about playing, this culture of, ah, playing, let them play, whatever like that. And the, the parents don't know that during those wasted years, vain years of playing, they're going to be judged. We don't want you all to be judged. Okay? They're going to be judged. So, verse 10 says, Therefore remove sorrow, that is ka'as, 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 ayin, samet, which means uh, anger and frustration. Because you know how young folks want to do this, want to do that, want to do that, and, can't, and don't, wanna, don't get a chance to do it, and then they become angry and frustrated. Right? Because the prophet says the mother is supposed to bring them up in the Torah. You bring them up, you put into their hearts the Torah, which habituate a child upon the mouth of his way. What is that way? Ephesians uh, 6, 4. Yeah, do not uh, provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurturing admonition, Hebrew says, which is the purpose of the word. Actually, it says noose. Putting in the mind, you know, the word mind is heart, the word, and that's what we're doing. You follow me? Uh, so, and so it says the young folks, therefore remove the anger and frustration in your heart because the neighbor children are playing. They got this, they got that. They celebrate Christmas. They go to Halloween, whoop de whoop, all that crazy stuff. And then they, and it says, put away dysfunction from your flesh. Put away the evil dysfunction from your flesh of wanting to be a, a part of those things. Huh? For childhood, that's birth to youth, and youth, shahar. Here's shahar. It's changed from bahar. Here's where uh, our vanity. Childhood, birth to youth, and shahar. That's uh, where, like the 20s, shahar. Early, be times. You know, seeking diligently. You follow me? What, you know, because a child, when you ask them in the, in the world, what do you want to do? They change what they want to do in life, what they want to pursue, huh? I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do that. Now nah, I used to want to do that. Now nah, I want to do this. I want to be a pilot. I want to be an astronaut. I want to be a scientist. I want to be a neuro, neurosurgeon. I want to be a doctor. I want to be a nurse. I want to be an architect. I want to be a mechanic. I want to be an electrician. I want to be a policeman. I want to be the president. <laughs> and they say, oh, you can be whatever you want to be. That's a lie. You see? So that last one, it says, childhood, birth to youth, and uh, the dawn breaking, the searching, bright future. You know what I'm saying? Because a youth, young person in their 20s, they still don't even know what they want to do in life. <laughs> Once I got out of high school, what do I want to do? I don't know. 
I know I ain't going to the military. And then Yahweh said, yeah, okay, boy. And then several months later, I went to. <laughs> we don't know. All that stuff is vanity. The word vanity is hevel. Hevel. You know that's the root word for world. Tevel. Tevel. The root word is hevel. Yeah. Lack value. Nothingness. Uh, temporary. Transitory. Temporary. A brief breath. The world is a brief breath. <laughs> because, the, you know, it's vanity. What is the world? The world is a mindset. It's not the earth. It's not creation. It's man's ideology that he came, that he got from who? Satan. From below. Okay? So, yeah, this is, this is, that's a, this is, we're setting a new narrative for children, huh? Um, that whole play thing is a no-no. So, and, uh, and so the, the Nikeva said they want to be faithful maidservants, huh? And pillars of support, because Amah is a word for maidservant. Amah, Aleph Mim He. And the function is serve. Serve. Right? A pillar. Support. That's, that's, so that's a good uh, desire for the Nikevas. Right? A servant. In all, in all marriages of, in Hebrew culture, the bride never went into the covenant without a maidservant or maidservants. And they were, and those maidservants eventually became uh, concubines or, you know, covenant relationships and became uh, the women of him anyway. Because the whole purpose is to be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it. Uh, because we outnumber. You read the first covenant, and Yahweh was always about being fruitful and multiply. I will hold off the nation until you increase. Okay? That's our first commandment, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and do it. And so we are bringing back that narrative to the body of believers, should they be willing to submit to it. Amen? Amen. And, a, and a new narrative for children. Children. Say it again, Mika. What you learned. What I learned in talking with the children about why do lions play fight? Why do little lions fight with each other? And the children had different answers. And because they don't like each other, because they're angry, because they don't know how to live together. But that's not the reason. The reason that little lions and uh, little cats and dogs and all young animals do what they do is because they're practicing. They're practicing for when they grow up and become mature and full 
fully fledged um, whatever lions or antelopes or whatever everything that they do when they are young all their games are practice lions fight each little lions play fight because when they grow up they're gonna have to fend off hyenas from their prey mature lions are gonna have to protect their pride the female lions are gonna have to hunt even the male lions are gonna have to hunt and catch the antelopes and they'll be using all the same actions that they practiced when they were little with each other now they'll be using it for real um, to meet their needs or to take care of their family and so that's the reason young animals do everything that they do young fish young birds all their play in quotes is practice for when they mature and grow up Man. it's it's you know the Hebrew word lamed meaning to disciple or teach uh, translated as that but the concrete meaning is to teach for practical use and ethical behavior that is what we're supposed to be putting into our children teaching them for practical use and ethical behavior all this um, buying toys for the children having playtime for the children dedicated recess and all of that for the children for them to play and be children uh -uh. that was never part of the narrative never part of um, their function and part it was not a part it was not designed to be part of this time of their lives when they're young this time when they're young is the formative years we're supposed to be habituating them in the way that they should go upon the mouth of their way so that when they are old they never depart from it yeah. not teaching them that they are supposed to be carefree and with no responsibility and impulsive lack of and restraint and just impulsive like that yeah. and then when they grow up all of a sudden we expect the opposite of them yes that's that's designed to fail but at this time we're supposed to be teaching them restraint we're supposed to be teaching them yeah and then they, the parents will say they said this they say practice makes perfect we grew up with that they saying say it all the time practice makes perfect and then right. when you get mature then they say no one's perfect no but you told me that practice makes perfect so i'm practicing which is a principle of scripture habituate a child Correct. that's repeat them repeat it repeat practice 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 olympians and sports figures and Comp competitors, they practice so they can become the it's best. The best one, right. But then they tell you you can't do it. It's crazy. And the, the Job 12 7 talks about go to the animals, go see, go ask them. They know. The Hebrew word for uh, wild animals, as they translate, uh, is chaya, which means to live by virtue of Yahweh's thoughts. This thing that we call instinct, this thing that we all marvel at when we see the animals. How do they know how to do that? They just do. They're living by virtue of Yahweh's thoughts. And Yahweh left them as an example for us. Yahweh left them in that state because they don't have a choice about how they live and what they do. So Yahweh left them like that so that when we see them, we have the answers to why our generation is messed up like it is. And so to return to purpose, we look at the animals and see how they do what they do. What do the young of the animals do? They mimic the adults. They don't understand, they just mimic. And that's why when children don't have toys or TV or anything like that uh, to entertain them or distract them, their games will be mimicking the adults. Yes. That's why, they, that's why children copy. The younger ones copy the older ones, the older ones are supposed to copy the adults. So if you do a good job with the first one, your life is much easier. 
as the young ones come along because they all copy, mimic the firstborn. So that's what we're supposed to do with our children. All this play and let children be children. According to the world's narrative, According to the world's is narrative. from below. And so the battleground is in our head, in our minds, in our hearts. The heart, lave, is center in the seat of thoughts, right? Thoughts either come from above, from heaven, think on things above, seated at your right hand. My thoughts are far above your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. But he wants our ways to be his ways. He wants our thoughts to be his thoughts. Or thoughts come from below, from the adversary of our souls. So the, that's where the battle is waged in the head. Yeshua has defeated the dragon, that serpent of old called the devil and Satan, who leads astray the whole world through deception. Yeshua has defeated the principalities and powers, the world rulers of this darkness, the messengers of dysfunction in the heights of the heavens. Um, those are territorial fallen messengers that rule regions and, and cities and nations and stuff like that. So they've been defeated by Yeshua. He made a public spectacle of them and trampled them under his feet, in, even in Sheol. And he went down three days and three nights and came up. Um, so he's fought the battle and won it for us. Our only trial and test and uh, challenge to prove our loyalty is, is in our head. Whose thought will we choose to entertain? Either we're going to reject those uh, vain imaginations and arguments that exalt itself against the knowledge of powers of Yahweh, or we're going to entertain it, which will give place to the devil. Ephesians says, give no place to the devil. Right? Uh, and take on the shield of faith, reliance and dependence upon the word of powers, that we may be able to quench the, all the fiery darts of the wicked one. And we will never give place to the devil. That's where the battle is. It's up here. So choose ye this day whom you will serve, who you believe, who it is that you will allow to nourish you. Faith, emunah, right? Rely and depend. Like a child nursing, suckling his mother's breast. That is the visual model of faith. The child is totally dependent upon the nourishment they're receiving from the mother's breasts. That's faith. So and that's what, without faith, it's impossible to please powers. He is El Shaddai, the power of nourishment for all those who choose to seek his face. Amen. 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 Amen.